right, Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome the Christian Television Network to the TLP platforms tonight. Love you all and welcome to the podcast as always. All right, we got to hop into this. Only 55 minutes of fury tonight. Tom Elliott video. Now remember, what's been happening, of course, everybody knows. But Biden was basically found guilty by Robert Hur, special counsel, of illegally uh, being in possession of classified documents and also disseminating information about the classified documents to a ghostwriter. And the ghostwriter, of course, which we'll get to in just a minute, he mysteriously erased all the tapes, of course, where Biden was disseminating the classified information too, mainly about Afghanistan uh, military installations. However... So I wanted to remind everybody this. So Tom Elliott video. I wanted to, I wanted to just show you this video. I actually saw it on Dan Bongino. But I just wanted to remind everybody about Biden's stance. Remember when Biden found out that Donald Trump was in possession of classified documents. Remember now, and I know this is very simplistic, and I know that I've said it a hundred times, but you just kind of have to set the requisite. Donald Trump is allowed to be in possession of all of these documents. That ends the case. Donald Trump has the Presidential Records Act, which means he's legally allowed to be in possession of all of the records that he had in his possession at Mar-a-Lago, which eliminates the case. Donald Trump had all of these legal records in his possession in a secured skiff guarded by the Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago, which eliminates him from any criminal procedures. Now... Joe Biden, on the other hand, is not allowed to be in possession of one of these pieces of information. Not one of them. You're like, he's president of the United States. Not when he took possession of them. He was a, It occurred over the last 15 years. He was not president at any time when he took possession of these classified, many of them highly compartmented, military, confidential, classified information. Sitting in his garage in Wahobeth Beach, Delaware. He can't be in legal possession of, of one of these documents, and he's not being criminally charged. Now, people can make the assertion that Robert Hur, that special counsel, is playing 4D chess or whatever, and maybe he is. He is a Trump appointee. And here's the thing. Even if he were to file a probable cause affidavit against, against Joe Biden, it has to go to Lisa Monaco and Merrick Garland. So obviously Biden would never be prosecuted anyway. But we can still use his report to prosecute him when we run the DOJ. And just so everybody knows, that's what has to happen. Or they're going to continue to persecute via prosecution until you and I are gone from the earth. They're never going to. What I mean by they is the globalist left and the DNC. They are going to continue to do the things that they have been doing for decade after decade after decade because we are fighting a fight. We are fighting um, in an arena with, with fists when they have AK-47s. I mean, symbolically speaking. That, I mean, that's what's going on right now. So we continue to fight. We're like, well, we want to fight fair. You cannot fight fair when the other side does not respect any rules. Yep. You cannot do it. You're going to have to fight on their terms or you will die. Symbolically speaking, of course. So, I mean, that we need to understand that. So when, when, we, when, when President Trump was sworn in on January 20th, 2025... One of the very first things he needs to do is initiate another special counsel and prosecute all of these people. Biden, Joe, Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, Anthony Fauci, 
Francis Collins and many others, Deborah Burks and many, many others for a variety of offenses. If you don't, and you go, you know what, I'll let bygones be bygones, then you are not teaching these people a lesson. They need to, all of them, they need to live, Fannie Willis, they need to live under the rules that they, that they enforce on us. They don't live under them. They simply enforce them on us. Or they not only enforce them on us, these makeup rules, they force them on us, they mandate them on us, they ban us, they censor us. They need to live under the very rules that they prescribe onto each and every one of us. Yeah. They need, or they're never going to stop. Christians think, let bygones be bygones, is a Christian principle. It is not. Not to the unrepentant. Please read Luke chapter 17, three and four. You forgive the repentant, not the unrepentant. Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. Get ready now. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, then you forgive him. You don't forgive a bunch of people who are unrepentant. You make them live in the very life that they are making you live under. And right now, it may not touch you. Lawfare may not touch you. It hasn't touched me, but it has touched our political leaders. Bannon, Flynn, Trump, Alex Jones, Peter Navarro, Roger Stone, and probably many others that I've yet to, that, I've, that, that are just uh, escaping my mind right now. But I'm just telling you, unless you make them live under the very rules they're forcing on you, they're going to continue to do it. It's like I love Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas, but he should have sued the living crap out of Anita Hill. Otherwise, if he did, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have seen Christine Blasey Ford doing the exact same thing to Brett Kavanaugh. Yep. And they keep doing the same. Then they did the exact same thing to Matt Gates, claiming that he committed some sort of sexual offense over and over and over again. And when you actually make them live by these rules, you impeach them like they try to do with Mayorkas and applaud, you know, I applaud them for that. It almost worked. It didn't work because of four cowardly Republicans, really three cowardly Republicans. One of which, by the way, Steve Scalise was getting can cancer treatments and I ripped him hard, so I take all that back. And I apologize to Steve, Steve uh, Scalise because I just thought he just chose not to show up, but I was wrong. So anyway, see how, oh, see everybody that works? Yep. See how that works? All the COVID, if you happen to be watching right now and you're a COVID caving pastor, COVID caving clergy, COVID caving Christian. When you are wrong, that's what you do. Yep. You simply say, I was wrong. You don't pretend like you are on the anti-COVID train, the anti-lockdown train, the anti-vax train, the anti-mask train the entire time. You don't play pretend like you did when you are masking, thinking you're going to save the world. You don't play pretend. You come out and say those vaunted three words. I was wrong. That's what you do. That's right. It's not hard. I was wrong. I've done it before. Sadly, I hope it doesn't happen. I'll probably end up doing it again. <laughs> so here it is, Tom Elliott video. Here was, here's where Biden stood on classified documents when it came out that Trump had some at Mar-a-Lago legally. Play for me, Will. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen how one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. 
and you don't know what was in those documents. I have not asked for the specifics of those documents because I don't want to get myself in the middle of whether or not the Justice Department should move or not move on certain actions they can take. I, I've agreed I would not tell them what to do and not, in fact, engage in telling them how to prosecute or not. When we come back, a surprising answer to the question of whether President... No, sorry, he puts up his hands. I'm not going to tell him how to prosecute or not. Fannie Willis has been at the White House, who's prosecuting Donald Trump in Fulton County, and it's not a DOJ case. Her lover has been at the White House for eight hours and billed Fulton County residents for eight hours worth of, of lawyer time at the White House. So, but Donald, I mean, uh, Joe Biden sits there with his hands up. I would never get involved in the prosecution of Donald Trump. Yeah, give me a break. And let's, oh, by the way, Letitia James has also <laughs> been at the White House oh, yeah, discussing. Yeah. With, with, the, with the Biden DOJ, the prosecution of Donald Trump. I wonder if Twinkies Braggs got down there. I don't think so. Alvin, I don't know if Alvin made it down there yet. Probably they probably couldn't lure him with enough Twinkies. <laughs> so I said, uh, Joe Biden, how did it happen? And Aaron said this. He's sitting, I mean, imagine living like this, so devoid of self-respect, so devoid of conscience, so devoid of human dignity. He knows right now when he's speaking, how could this have ever happened? Quote, this is totally irresponsible. He's sitting on 1,800 boxes of classified documents. <laughs> 1,800 boxes that he knows he is illegally in possession of, where with Trump, it is very, very legally viable that he is in legal possession of them. There's no way that Joe Biden is not is in legal possession. It is very viable that Donald Trump is in legal possession. And I will, and I will simply say he 100% is. Donald Trump is 100% in legal possession of those documents, and, and, and Joe Biden is 100% not in legal possession of those documents. And there he is pontificating, pontificating about how totally irresponsible. And how could this ever happen? Can you imagine living like this man? This is why he could just swim naked in front of female Secret Service agents. That's a fact, by the way. This, this is why on page 63, 64, 60-something, in, his, in Ashley Biden's diary that she had to, she made sure that she showered late at night so that he would not come in. This is, that's how, that's who this person is. They are that disgusting. You're like, how are they our leaders? They're not our leaders. They're our representatives. They're not our leaders. Everyone needs to stop thinking of, I'm talking about any congressman. I've even, I've even, I'm even talking about Donald Trump and I love Trump. I'm voting for Trump. I'm just saying, I don't look at these people as my leaders. I look at them as my representatives, period. Yep. Period. I don't look at them as my betters. My betters have sunk this country into $34 trillion in debt. Those are my le These are the experts in our shipping off another $61 billion to Ukraine in a useless war. And people keep calling the Ukraine war a stalemate. It is not a stalemate. Ukraine is getting obliterated and has lost 500 thousand of its people so far either dead or injured in the war i mean the kill rate is 50 to 1 50 ukraines for every one russian and i'm not i don't know those numbers i'm just telling you that's how it, that's how it appears to be it's absolutely ridiculous stalemate you know stalemate ukraine hasn't won one battle yet not one battle they've been decimated in every single battle they have this video footage now of Volodymyr Zelensky's stormtroopers pulling another kid out of a house, forcing him to the front line. That is not that is not a that is not a country that's engaged in a stalemate with Russia. That's a country that's being obliterated by Russia. But I digress. Glockford Files videos. 
You know how bad it is, back to the, the Biden files, you know how bad it is for Biden when even CNN, the Communist News Network, calls him out for the lies he told at his disastrous press conference. You know, because Robert Hur, special counsel, came out and said, we, this is this is a quote from, from Robert Hur's statement, his, his, his printed out statement, his written statement, saying he wasn't going to prosecute Joe Biden. He said that he, was, he did illegally possess possess and illegally disseminate or carelessly carelessly possess and carelessly disseminate highly classified information but because he is an elderly man with good intentions but a fading memory he's not going to be prosecuted that's exactly how it was in his non-charging affidavit it's exactly what it was in his statement now how is that possible and, and here's the thing too is Joe Biden, when he took all these classified documents, wasn't mentally incapacitated. And everybody, and again, I just reiterate this to you, everybody talks about dementia and Alzheimer's. He doesn't have either one. He is brain injured. He's had two brain aneurysms and two brain surgeries. He is brain injured. That's who he is. Now, he is, he is, he is uh, incapacitated, but he doesn't have dementia. He, he really he couldn't pull off even that press, press conference with dementia. I'm saying this because... They're going to send a doctor in there, possibly. I'm just, I'm, I'm just this pure conjecture. The test him for dementia will come out negative. He's brain injured, heavily brain injured. If you just look at his medical background, that's what happened. But here's, here's CNN responding to the disastrous press conference that they trotted out Biden to do. He looked absolutely ridiculous, mumbling words again, going out there to defend that he's not incapacitated. He actually proved that he was. All right, play for me, Will. Here are the facts. Joe Biden, established by this report, Joe Biden retained sensitive classified documents after he left the vice presidency. Marked the, classified? Or? Yes, marked classified, highest level, top secret SCI. They related to our international affairs, to war plans, to foreign relations. He knew it. He knew it. He's on tape after he's out of the vice presidency saying to his autobiographer, the classified documents are in the basement. He knew it. But he just denied that. That's, exactly. that, that so was that's a key part of the report. It's the second sentence in the report, and he just denied sharing that with the ghostwriter. And I yep. just looked at this closely. Uh, they had recorded conversations between Biden and this ghostwriter. Exactly. Yeah, they had recorded conversations between Biden and his ghostwriter, and the ghostwriter erased the recorded conversations. <laughs> and then Joe Biden comes out and says he never did disseminate the information to the ghostwriter. Then why did the ghostwriter erase all of their conversations? Funny how everything gets erased, isn't it? Yeah. It's just weird that the Secret Service erased all of their communications. Or actually, it was a tech error. And it, supposedly, they did like a factory reset on their technology on 1-6. <laughs> and all of their communications are gone. All of Hillary Clinton's communications are either smashed into pieces, bleach-bitted, or all of her... All the people in her little administration did factory resets and all of that information is gone. Amazing how that just seems to work out every time. Amazing, isn't it? But here you had this man who actually has some measure of courage on CNN as he's getting corrected as usual by the anchor person. She actually said, was it really marked classified? Uh, yeah, highly marked classified, all SCA, SCI, compartmented, top secret compartmented information about our military positionings. He, and on this, here's the actual correct legal verbiage. He retained and disseminated highly classified information. 
And then this guy says the where he, where he got it wrong is he goes he 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 continued to hold on to this information after he was VP. He didn't have the right to it when he was VP. Correct. Only the president does. He didn't have the right to it. He didn't have the only the president can take it out of a skiff. He can't take it out of a skiff. He took these things out of a skiff and brought them to his house. They've been sitting in his house for two decades. He never had the right to them. Doesn't matter whether there's no way for him to be in lawful possession of these documents. No way. How he's not being prosecuted is, is just beyond ludicrous. He has to be prosecuted, especially since Donald Trump is facing numerous charges for being in possession of documents he's allowed to be in possession of. RNC research video, after a special counsel found Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials and called him an elderly man, quote, an elderly man with poor memory, Biden had a brief, both angry and inquiry. Here's a little snippet from his press conference. Play it for me. No, thank you, and I'll take some questions. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's uh, that's that's. Do you that's feel what your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president? Look, my memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. Mr. President, Mr. President, voters have concerns about your age. How are you going to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, if you take responsibility for at least being careless with classified material, I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. It goes in and points out things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved, were moved not by me, but my staff, but my staff. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. Most powerful man on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. Here, here's what he does. They ask him about, will you take responsibility for be for being illegally in possession of classified documents? No, I will take I will take responsibility for my staff doing the wrong things. For my staff putting them into the three areas they were found in, <laughs> his staff did it. Now wait a minute, the person who took them out of the secured skiffs was Joe Biden. That had nothing to do with his staff. His staff would not be cleared to be in a skiff. His, his, his staff would not be cleared to be in secured briefings where he stole these documents. He put them in the boxes. He put them in the files. And then his staff brought them to the Penn Biden Center, Chinatown, or the Wahobeth Beach, Beach Mansion. His staff just brought the documents that he stole. It's got nothing to do with his staff. That, 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 that's very much akin to, you know, blaming somebody who found the money you stole. 
No, they, you know, I, I, they, they found the money that I stole and they, re, they returned it to the, you know, to its rightful owner. They're the ones who did it. No, they've got nothing to do with it. Right. You're the one who, he's the one who took many of those, what you're not, what happens is when you go into a secure skip, you're not allowed to take any documents out. So you write notes while you're in there. You're not allowed to leave with them. You're not allowed to be in possession of them. He did. It's got nothing to do with his staff. His staff didn't write the notes. His staff wasn't in the secure skiff. His staff wasn't in the secure briefings. Nothing. He did it. He took the notes. He brought them to his offices, whether VP or senator. And then his staff cleared out his offices and took the boxes to the three locations. That's all that they did. And then the man says, you know, just look at my record. I put this country back on its feet. <laughs> back on its feet. Oof. Um, three years ago, we were way better off even coming out of the COVID idiocy than we are right now. At that time, there was no vaccine mandates. I know vaccine mandates, except for the military, still in place. They're basically gone. But we, we got to deal with those vaccine mandates for all of 2021 and all of 2022 and multiple lawsuits. You put this country back on its feet. The border, where we're averaging 12,000 illegal entries per day that we know about, 300,000 a month. By the time he leaves office, it's somewhere between 10 and 15 million people. A New York City and a half will, will have been illegally allowed to enter this country. That's putting this country back on its feet. He's adding a trillion dollars of debt every 100 days. That's putting this country back on its feet. A lot of that money being spent on the NGOs at the border and being spent on welfare for illegal invaders. In record high prices. Have you ever seen prices like this in your life? I lived through the, bar, the Carter years, and they, this pales in comparison. Record prices, record inflation. Don't say the re- inflation is only 3%. Yeah, but that's on top of his, tw- his 11% at its height. So it's up actually 14%. It's only up 3%. Yeah, but that stacks on top of the original 11%. That's why, the, do you ever notice the price didn't go down? Everyone down. It's now a 3% on the height <laughs> of the price. And prices are absolutely insane. And that's why they can't pull this off. That's why he's going to lose. That's why Donald Trump is destroying him. And every poll just went up another several points because of this latest debacle. Inflation through the roof, two wars at minimum. You got the Ukraine war. What? wonder why Putin never, why did Putin skip Trump? Invaded Crimea under spineless, feckless Obama. Skipped four years with a Donald Trump, didn't do a daggum thing. Quiet as can be. Quiet as church mouse. Nothing. Same thing with Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping was nowhere near Taiwan. Nowhere near doing amphibious landing practices. Nothing. Nowhere near surrounding Taiwan with the, with the most advanced Navy on the planet. Nowhere near doing that. Kim Jong-un stopped all missile testing in North Korea. Stopped it all about a year into Trump, less than a year into, into Trump's reign. Nothing. But then lo and behold, Joe Biden comes to the office and Vladimir Putin's active again. Xi Jinping's active, active again. Kim Jong-un's because he knows how spineless and feckless these idiots are. And how and it's not just they're spineless and it's not just they're cowards and it's not just that they're feckless, they're corrupt. Endlessly trying to spin both sides of every equation to make money off of it. So you got two wars, really three, a potential of three. You have the Hamas invasion of Israel. And then, of course, the Ukraine war. We have, we're, we're now back bombing Syria, like I said, a, a week or so ago. Here we are bombing Syria again. How much more, how much more are we going to bomb Syria? How many, how many more times are we going to bomb these areas? I mean, what, what are we doing? 
But there we are. We're back again. Got Houthi striking American vessels. Like, did you even know what a Houthi was under Trump? I didn't. Do now. Because they're emboldened by the weakness of the Democratic Party and Joe Biden. Record crime under Biden. He put this country back on his feet. 25% increase in murder. 40% increase in felonious crimes. Record high drug deaths, namely under fentanyl. 107,000 people per day. He put this country back on its feet, though. Don't you forget it. Look at me. Look at what I've done. All right, let me show you this interesting video here. Just change the subjects now. So we have, of course... The state of Colorado, in its infinite wisdom, decided to remove Donald Trump off their ballot, right? Under the 14th Amendment, which, by the way, just so everybody knows, doesn't apply to the president. But that's the very essence of lawlessness. Just make it up. Just make it up. And if you're in a blue area, blue jurisdiction, blue judge, blue jury, blue prosecutor, guess what you're going to get? They're just going to make it up out of thin air. They could charge you with theft, and it wasn't even a theft, but it doesn't matter because there's no backstop. The judge is going to overturn the rule, overturn the charge? No. The prosecutor is supposed to uh, use discretion and say, well, you know, you've been charged with theft, but there's no elements of the crime. doesn't matter when you're in a blue jurisdiction with a blue judge and a blue jury, a blue grand jury, and a blue prosecutor. doesn't matter. And they bring you into highly volatile political zones like Hartford, Connecticut, D.C., Austin, Texas. But anyway, so Colorado's trying to take Trump off the ballot under the 14th Amendment, which, mean, which, was, which was actually aimed at much lower-tier politicians than president actually left that off. Even Katanji Brown-Jackson brought this up, that it was in the 14th Amendment, was not aimed at any presidents. Guess why? Because presidents aren't mentioned in the 14th Amendment. But yet they're using the 14th Amendment to remove Donald Trump off the ballot in the state of Colorado, which makes no lawful sense at all. It's not part of the statute at all. And, of course, they're trying to take him out because he committed an insurrection, an insurrection he's never been charged with, an insurrection he's never been convicted of, and by the way, an insurrection that didn't exist, and of course, since it didn't exist, he couldn't have committed an insurrection that didn't exist. What insurrection? The, the, a two-and-a-half-hour delay in certifying the vote? That's, that's the insurrection? How are these insurrections going to take over the United States Marine Corps? Explain to me how that's going to happen. The 40-pound 40, 40 overweight MAGA mom with a flag in her hand. She's going to take out the Marine Corps? So here we go. So this is a Laura, uh, Laura Loomer video. Must watch. New video today outside the United States Supreme Court. Laura uh, Loomer Unleashed contributor Charles Downs confronted. No, this is the guy's actual name, by the way. Noah Bookbinder. There he is. The president of Crew Crew. President of Crew Crew. I'll show you all this in a second. The leftist Soros-funded group that is behind the lawsuit. <laughs> so who's behind the lawsuit to remove Donald Trump off the ballot? George Soros. George Soros. I don't even know. Is George Soros even a United States citizen? I don't know. Uh, let me look. Yeah, Aaron will find out. But George Soros is the one who's actually behind it. People are always like, George Soros, right-wing conspiracy theorist. And then I'll have the ADL coming after me uh, with Jonathan Greenblatt calling me uh, anti-Semite because I'm attacking George Soros. Listen, I'm no anti-Semite. I'm no anti-anything when it comes to race or creed or color or anything else. What I am is an anti-communist, anti-fascist, which is what Sarah Soros is. 
I'm very much anti those sort of people. Aaron, go. Uh, he's a citizen of both the United States and Hungary. Oh, Hungary. There you yeah. go. And, and I believe he's banned from Hungary. <laughs> I believe that he's banned from Hungary, but I, I, I'm not. Or maybe it's one of it's some of those e- former Eastern Bloc countries yeah. he's banned out of for trying to overthrow their currency, for trying to devalue their currency. So he's the one that's behind the suit. So here, here is one of uh, Laura Loomer's uh, reporters, Charles Downs, confronts Nora, Noah, Noah Bookbinder. Play it for me. How much has Soros donated the crew for your whole effort here at the Supreme Court? None. That's a lie. Are you sure you don't want to answer honestly and truthfully? Who are some of the biggest donors you have, and is there a restriction on how much money they can give you? Um, we don't have any restriction, uh, but I would say our, our biggest donors are, uh, for example, the um, uh, uh, the Open Society Institute is a, a very big donor. The, and whose who's organization is that? Well, it's an it's a foundation, but uh, it's well known to be uh, George Soros is the one who funds it. The Wallace. So there you go. And that was the former leader of Crew Crew saying that their primary source of income <laughs> is George Soros. It's actually George Soros. Kind of weird, isn't it? Just a bold face liar. And again, that's how these people are. See, you have a conscience, and especially if you're saved, you got the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. You have a conscience that's being pricked by the Holy Ghost all the time. They don't have any of that. The only thing that's goading them along is the devil himself or demonic spirits or their own carnality and he's asked point blank how much money have you received from george soros he actually before he takes his little sip of water zero he's the former leader of his organization said that's george soros is their primary source of income it's bull-faced liars and he's the one funding this also get this dhs secretary alejandro mayorkas <laughs> appointed noah bookbinder to the homeland security council in march of 2022 so that guy who's suing, get that, get this, get this now, get this now. The guy who is suing to remove Donald Trump off the ballot is on the Homeland Security Council as we speak. Amazing. And the three Republicans refuse to remove Alejandro impeach Alejandro Marcus. Amazing, isn't it? See, everybody knows each other. It's all a scam. It is all a setup. Please understand. I know most of you do. 622 people that are watching that I can actually see. I don't know how many people are watching on the Christian television network. Those that are left that that can stand being offended. But it is all a setup. None None of what we all, listen, I'm telling you, I am new to this game. Five, six years ago, I didn't believe any of this stuff. And I'm like, come on, right wing conspiracy theorists. I mean, I was hardcore right wing, vote, voted Republican always my whole life. I'm just telling you, didn't believe I couldn't stand the leftist, hated abortion, all those different things. But I didn't believe hardly anything that, that was conspiratorial. But I mean, look at this. Alejandro Mayorkas is appointed to, I mean, Alejandro Mayorkas appoints to the Homeland Security Board the man who is suing to remove Donald Trump off the ballot to remove Donald Trump from the ballot in, in Colorado. Amazing, isn't it? All right, change the subjects again. And wokeness video. Here is the body cam footage released, and this is Joe Biden's open border. Remember, 12,000 people a day, 12,000 illegal invaders per day are allowed in by Joe Biden, 8,000 per month under Trump. 
12,000 per day versus 8,000 per month. And then we have the bogus border deal, which I'm going to get to briefly in just a moment. The border, the border deal that didn't work out. That's why they then had to, they had to fund Ukraine without a border deal, which they all promised that they wouldn't, by the way. Everybody know that? All the Republicans that just voted for the $95 billion country that's $34 trillion in debt. The $95 billion deal, $61 billion to Ukraine, $14, $16 billion to Israel. And then the rest of it, who knows where it's going? Oh, various humanitarian things. Just humanitarian, though. Probably another billion to Hamas or Iran. But they all promised that they wouldn't do that unless they, remember all of them, I'm talking about all these senators that just passed this funding deal said that they wouldn't pass any funding for Ukraine without securing the southern border. Well, they all backstabbed us again. All the ones that people think are great, that they think are Republicans, they're not Republicans. They are globalist leftist Democratic Party shills. That's who they are. John Cornyn, Murkowski, Collins, and many others that I can name. Trying to think of them right now. Uh, uh, Thune, I already said Cornyn. Uh, Of course, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, and, and many, many others. Many others, even ones that we've seen fight for us in some things. Are they really ever fighting for us? Or are they putting out the illusion that they're fighting for us so we continue to put them back into office for their multi-million dollar self-aggrandizement? So here's the body cam footage released by NYPD officers getting attacked by a gang of illegal invaders in Times Square. Play for me. Now, I believe two of those guys have already been caught trying to exit the, uh, exit the country through the southern border. And then we had two of them that were arrested that were flipping us all the bird. That's just, that is the Democratic Party in a nutshell. Right there. Just allow that to happen. You have cops being kicked in the head. They aren't even real. I mean, they're criminally charged, but they're released on, under cashless bail, under Letitia James and Alvin Bragg's cashless, jail, uh, cashless bail. Just remember Alvin Bragg's who refuses to prosecute them, refuses to hold them in jail but vehemently went after people who had an illegal vaccine card. That's Alvin Bragg, Alvin Twinkies Bragg, who's also prosecuting via, uh, persecuting Donald Trump via prosecution for campaign violations, again, that don't exist, and the laws don't even exist, that he's prosecuting him under. They don't. They don't need, the laws don't even exist. But look at that. So here's another thing out of New York, Myrna video, NYPD bus scooter robberies. Play it for me. The NYPD has picked up seven migrants charged in connection to a citywide cell phone theft ring, and they say arrests are now pending. Cops tell us that they use stolen mopeds to snatch more than 60 phones, to steal the information off them, and then to send them as far as South America. Boom. Wow. I mean, I just watched the last part of the video. A person getting dragged across the road, smashes into a parking meter. This going great, isn't it? Just going fantastic. Fantastic. This illegal invasion is just going fantastic. A lot of people, it doesn't touch me yet. It will. It will. 12,000 people a day. I mean, it's, it's somewhere between 5 and 8 million a year.
It's good. And those are the ones we know about. And again, according to CBP statistics, it's one to five times that many. So it's actually 12,000 a day. It's up to 24,000. It's up to, it's a minimum of 24,000, up to five times 12,000 per day. So it's up to 60,000 per day is actually illegally crossing the southern border. And they're taking over New York, beating cops, scooter robberies, stealing cell phones. They can't house them. And of course, Eric Adams tries to meet with the president. And I'm listen, I'm no Eric Adams fan. He's, he's an idiot just like the rest of them. He's cool as jets now because he went to go try to meet with the president. And lo and behold, the FBI raids his campaign finance director's office. Weird, <laughs> isn't it? Weird how the brown shirt Gestapo shows them. Really, the FBI rank and file people, you have no excuse either. If you're still a part of the FBI, you're a soulless, feckless jerk of a human being. Look at this one, lips of TikTok video. Breaking, Denver Mayor Mike Johnston, another spineless little worm, announces cuts in services at the DMV and Park and Rex to free up more resources for illegal invaders. He warns there will be more cuts coming. He blames Republicans <laughs> for his decision to cut service to Denver residents. Play for me, Will. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Uh, I'm here to talk a little bit about the devastating impact of the failure of Republican leadership in Congress this week to pass comprehensive immigration change and the impact that will have on both city budgets and on services that we can provide for newcomers in the city. The second is we will start to have to greenlight a set of hard decisions about budget reductions across the city to meet those costs that we know will continue to arrive. Um, we want to talk about two of those today. While they're the first steps, they unfortunately will not be the last and may not be the hardest. Um, uh, this is a plan for shared sacrifice. And so in terms of our first step on city cuts, um, we are announcing today we will make some changes both uh, to our services at DMV and to our services on parks and rec. Uh, so a myriad of things here briefly, of course, if possible. <laughs> but first of all, he says, because this is how, well, first of all, welcome to the, I mean, Denver residents, Welcome to the Biden regime. Welcome to the fruits of the things you vote for. Congratulations. You know, I mean, again, under Donald Trump, your city and this country was potentially receiving 8,000 illegal migrants per month under Joe Biden, 12,000 per day, 300,000 per month that we know about. So now they've all, they, many of them have landed in Denver, right? And, this, and Mike Johnson says that it's Republicans' fault. How is it Republicans' fault? And he says the reason why it's Republicans' fault is because they refuse to ratify to vote in the border security bill, which is not, it's not a border security bill, it's a border uh, non-security bill or a border, a border, uh, a, uh, a border uh, invasion bill, a border facilitation of illegal invasion, invaders bill. Because once again, he says, so if, if Republicans would have voted for this legislation, this border security reform, this comprehensive border reform, then this problem wouldn't be happening. You wouldn't have to make these cuts. So first of all, this thing wouldn't even be initiated for who knows how long. Right. So it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't, it wouldn't stop these cuts. So he's lying about that. This, he didn't have this problem under the Trump administration. So how could it be Republicans' fault? If it didn't occur under a Republican president, and it does occur over a Democratic Party president who removed all of Donald Trump's executive orders about the border on day one, including Remain in Mexico. So he removes Remain in Mexico. You get flooded with you get get flooded with illegal border invaders, 
And it's Donald Trump's fault. It's Republicans' fault. And again, this is why I was telling you why I continue to discuss this border deal that was defeated. Remember, it had to do with billions of dollars to Ukraine, billions of dollars to Israel, and billions of dollars of comprehensive border reform. But what was it actually doing? Remember? Remember how it was? And this, the reason why I talk about it over and over again is because they're continuing to use it against us. Again, this is what they do. They label it a border security bill when it's actually a border facilitation bill. It is a border facilitating of illegal invaders bill. An open borders deal. It's not a border security deal. It's an open borders deal. But because they labeled it a border security bill, you vote against it. You're against voters of uh, uh, border security. It's not got anything to do with border security. It just has a name on it. It's what, that's what these Democrats are all about, aren't they? A guy names himself a girl, or a girl names herself a guy. Yep. And then you have to. Then that's that's reality. They name a border non-security bill. A border, an open borders. They, I want to, I want to really frame it correctly. They name an open borders bill a border security bill. Yeah. And if you vote against it, you're voting against border security when it's actually an open borders bill. And it's not even just open borders. Open the floodgates. They're, they're not just opening the floodgates. They open the floodgates, and then via Catholic charities, Red Cross, and other Democratic Party funded NGOs, facilitate them all around the country at your expense. And this guy, Mike Johnson, the mayor of Denver, who didn't have this problem under Trump, but now has it under Biden and is blaming Republicans. He says that if the, if the Republicans would have voted for this comprehensive immigration reform, this border security bill, then he wouldn't have these problems. Well, he's already got them, and this border security wouldn't have even been implemented for another year anyway, so he, wouldn't, he would already have the problems. But he was, even if it was implemented automatically, what does it mean? Because they're going to continue to use this against us. They're still allowed to bring in 5,000 Per day, by, by the numbers, remember how it works. And it's not just 5,000 per day. Aaron, what's 5,000 times 30? Do that for me again. I want to make sure I give them the right numbers. I can't remember. how. That's 150,000 a month, yes. something like yep. that. Yep, 150,000. 150,000 a month. So still allowing in 150,000 a month under his border security bill. And it's not just 5,000 because here's the thing. that They do the Potomac's two-step with it. They're allowed to they're gonna shut it off at 5,000. What happens when they shut it off at 5,000? Everybody else who wants in that day goes to the port of entry and let them in anyway. And that's the numbers. That, listen, you think the numbers are bad? They are horrible, but they're still, they're still just a, a, a fraction of what's actually coming in because what did Biden do? He's been facilitating illegal migrants through the port of entry also. So you have them walking around the rock, walking around the border wall, the border fence, just turning themselves in at the border itself. And then they get facilitated all around the country with ankle monitors on with a notice to appear seven years from today, right? That's one way. If they don't go in that way, Biden has been facilitating through the port of entry in Mexico. And they do basically the same thing. You're supposed to remember the remain in Mexico was under Trump is you make your asylum claim in Mexico, you sit there and wait. Not under Biden. He actually brings them in. He, they, go into the, they go into the port of entry. He loads them on the buses and brings them in the United States of America. So when they close it at the 5,000, they don't close it at the 5,000. They close it at the 5,000 at the border itself, and everybody else can go to the port of entry. So it's still 12,000 a day, 15,000 a day, 20,000 a day. So this Mike Johnson's an idiot and a a propagandist. That's who he is. This bold-faced lying. It's not a border security bill. It's a border facilitation of illegal invaders bill. That's what it is. Let me do gold. Here's gold. Midas Gold Group, my one and only sponsor. You can probably tell why. 
My one and only sponsor, Midas Gold Group. Now, with, as we are facing the devaluing of the dollar and the, devalu- and the, de- the devaluation of the dollar, the de-dollarization of the globe, CBDC currencies being pushed on us, Donald Trump says he's going to hold that back, and I bring up Donald Trump for this reason. This is not a conservative company. It's not a Republican company. This is a MAGA company. They understand the election was stolen. They understand the evils of CBDC. They understand the things that you and I understand. This is a this is like Patriot Mobile kind of company. If you but listen, we all need to have gold right now. It is the best bet. Nothing is for sure, but it is the best bet to hedge your finances against CBDC and the devaluing and the de-dollarization of the globe right now. You need to buy gold. I am buying gold. This is a MAGA company, MAGA-owned, MAGA-operated, veteran-owned, and veteran-operated, and they stand on the same exact principles we do. They're not like the Cornyns of the world, the Romneys of the world, who say they're Republican. This is a MAGA, MAGA conservative company. Buy your gold from them, and when you do, tell them that the Tom Lively podcast sent you. All right, let's go to the next thing. I have to show you this. Am I on the FBI? Here, i got to show you this. In celebration of the upcoming Super Bowl, I'll be in Las Vegas tomorrow. Not for the Super Bowl. I'll be there after the Super Bowl. And we'll be, we'll be shooting the podcast, just so everybody knows. We'll be shooting the podcast several hours before we air it, but it's still, we, we, we'll, we'll be shooting it on Tuesday, several hours before we air it. The chat will be live. I will not be live. It will, it will be taped, but it will be taped on Tuesday. So you'll see it. We'll, we're not missing a podcast, but we're taping it prior to airing the podcast, but the chat will be live. So anyway, here's in celebration of the Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, we decided to highlight the FBI Las Vegas, and they put this out. This is this. I mean, you're telling me the FBI is, is unbiased? <laughs> the FBI is apolitical? Uh, no. Look what they say. We take hashtag pride in our hashtag diversity. Different perspectives, expertise, and experiences help us make more effective, help make us more effective in accomplishing the mission of hashtag FBI, FBIjobs.gov. How does that make you more effective at enforcing the law? No. (laughs) Taping up your genitals or maybe having them lopped off, how does that make you more effective? How does beard-on-beard, man-on-man crime, homosexuality or lesbianism make you more effective in solving crime? I mean, explain to me how that works exactly. How does that make one more effective in solving crime? It doesn't. What it does is bring in institutionalized leftist bias, which is what they want. So they will continue to be the stormtroopers for the globalist left. That's the FBI. All right, let's go to the next thing. Riley Gaines tweets, speaking of transgenderism. Sadie Camden Shriner's time in the 200 uh, meters makes him the third fastest makes him the third fastest D3 collegiate female runner. You're like, Tom, none of that is coherent at all. I know. I know it's not, but that's the, that's the life that we live in. You know why that we're living this life is because the church has no courage. The church does not preach the word. The church does not stand in the word. The church does not do what it's supposed to do. And the church does not say what it's supposed to say. I stand in Matthew, leave this up. I stand in Matthew 16, 19. Whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loose in heaven. So you can take your masks and cram them, your vaccines and cram them, your lockdowns and cram them, your first vax, second vax, third vax, fourth vax, fifth vax, sixth vax, seventh vax, 
Eight vax, all for a 99.9% survival virus. And you have to have eight vaccinations in three years? You can take all of that and cram it. Your alcohol gel that makes no sense, your COVID clumps, and jam it. Your electric vehicles, jam it. That's what, the, as we all stand against the mark of the beast, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one, or, one who has the, the mark of the beast or the name of the beast. Uh, you know what? Cram it. The church needs to say what it's called to say. I know this bothers some of you on CTN because you think that it's loving. You think that it's loving to cooperate with the Antichrist. And I'm going to put my mask on. I, you know, I, I, I quarantined my healthy family. I took my first and second vaccination because I was told by the baby butchers to do so. You need to be watching who it is that gives you advice. Who are these people that are telling you to get your first vax, second vax, third vax, fourth vax? Who is it? Who's telling you to stand six feet apart? Who's telling you to lock down? The baby butchering leftists. The ones who embrace this life are the ones who are giving you medical advice. You think that it's loving to just cooperate and even loving to collaborate with demonic people who are influenced by demonic spirits. You think that's loving? Listen, you cannot be the end times restraining and be the end, end times collaborator at the same time. The church needs to say what it's supposed to say and do what it's supposed to do. And what you do with this is you say, you know what? No. I mean, think about the sentence here. Camden Shriner's time in the 200 meter makes him the third fastest woman's collegiate runner in the nation, in the women's category. For perspective, his time ranks him 1,016 1,619th in his rightful category in the men's division. And that's at Division Three. This is low-tier collegiate sports to begin with, and he wouldn't even be in the, in the top 1,500 as a man. But he's now the fat, third fastest woman on the, on the D3 planet. You know what you need to say as a church? A dude, you're a dude. And if you don't, you're a coward and you're lying and liars will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So stop acting like you're a Christian. Let me show you this one. Um, uh, Phil, uh, Philippi, Phil, is that right? Lazzarini, I like to try to pronounce people's names right. Looks like it, yeah. Phil, Philippi, no, Felipe, 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 yeah, Felipe. Felipe, yeah. Felipe Lazzarini, tweet. There it is, UN. This is the, now remember, all other humanitarian aid around the globe is in another uh, acronym inside of the UN. They have their own name. The UNRWA, however, is for humanitarian aid to Palestine. So the rest of the world, all of Africa, Central America, South Africa, uh, Central America, South America, uh, Eastern Europe, uh, Asia, everywhere else on the world, they have a category. And the Palestinians have their own category. They receive their aid from the UNRWA. The, now, this is from, do you have a, 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 throw up his, I'm sorry, Well, can you throw up his profile pic for me real quick and be ready to go back? Here he is. This is uh, Felipe Lazzarini, Lowe's Commissioner General of the Funders for Humanitarian Aid, UNRWA, for Palestine. Palestine only. All right, flip it back, Will. Thank you. UNRWA did not know, this is from today, what is under its headquarters in Gaza? Did you know that the UN is stationed in Gaza? I didn't. 
Yeah, how much money do we give the UN every year? How many billions do we give to the UN every year? UNRWA is made aware of reports through the media regarding a tunnel under the UNRWA headquarters in Gaza. So you had Hamas had a tunnel into the UN. That's where our taxpayer dollars going. And you have Joe Biden behind the scenes right now trying to facilitate a ceasefire, trying to get Netanyahu to stop killing Hamas. No, you know what? Just keep right on killing Hamas. All right, we got four minutes left. Well, almost five minutes. Let me go into this. Let's do some vaccine stuff. Dr. Kat Lindley tweet, according to the CDC Foundations of 2023 form, 990, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation donated a total of $8.6 million to the CDC. Bill Gates also donated via Gavi MasterCard, Gavi Alliance, a total of $13 million. So Bill Gates himself donated almost $9 million to the CDC. Remember, Christians, how you caved to everything the CDC told you to do? Put your mask on. I know I'm 628 that I can tell that are watching right now. Don't know how many are watching on, on, on CTM. So if this isn't you, I'm not talking to you. But for those that it applies to, and you've never said you were wrong, these are the people. These are the people. Bill Gates, whose dad was a founding member of Planned Parenthood. Bill Gates, a devout abortionist and Democrat. Devout, a, 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 de, a devout vax hoaxer who is responsible for paralyzing hundreds of thousands of kids in India to the place where he can't step foot in India anymore because the Supreme Court of India is looking for him. He's the one who's telling you to do all of these things. He was the one that was, that's telling you to mask, telling you to vax, funding mRNA vaccinations until he found out they don't stop transmission and infection after making billions and then pulled out his original investment. After making billions. According to, so Bill Gates is given a total of about $22 million in 2023 to the CDC. But the biggest overall donor to the CDC is the media, Bloomberg Philanthropies, it's hard to say. Well, they gave almost $34 million. So all the people that are funding the CDC who gave all the advice to Christians and all the Christians took their advice, the CDC Christians is being funded by your ideological and theological and political opponents. And then you take all their advice. Amazing, isn't it? Maybe everybody ought to think twice about who they take medical advice from. Go to the next one for me. Daniel Horowitz, sweet. This is literally idolatry. Reading the bottom. Former health commissioner says she had a blood clot in 2021 that was reported to Varys. This is, a, uh, this is in Minnesota. So even after former Minnesota health commissioner, notice the date on the bottom, Jan Malcolm experienced her own blood clot. She continued to tell Minnesotans, Minnesotans, including children, to get COVID vaccines and boosters after she got a blood clot from an mRNA vaccination. That's who these people are. It's, it's, it is. It literally is idolatry. It's a religious belief. that You're almost like, she's probably thinking of herself as a martyr. Even though I got my own blood clot for the better good. And how does that make any sense? How can it be for the better good, for the betterment of humanity, when you've gotten your own blood clot and you're ushering in everybody else getting a blood clot? How's that for the betterment? To stop a, a, the, the second coming of the bubonic plague? To stop a viral infection with a 99.9% survival rate? And for children, 99.997% post-infection survival rate? Where they haven't found a single healthy child that's died of COVID on the globe and you're telling them to get vaccinated after you got your own blood clot? Amazing. 
Amazing. Oh, I don't got time for this, do I? Mm. Uh. <laughs> I got time for anything. <laughs> Dang, I really don't have time for it. Uh, there's something I really wanted to show you from Robert F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I'll, I'll launch from that on the next one. But I just, you know, I'm just tell you this in my in my final minute. For you, know, like I said, we'll be shooting the, shooting this at the, it's at Trump, right? Yeah. What's yep. it called? In Trump? Uh, what? It's the Trump International Hotel. Trump International Hotel. We'll be shooting. Yep. We'll be we'll be staying at Trump Trump International on Sunday night, and then shooting the podcast at Trump International. Like I said, several hours before you actually see it. But it's it's you know brand all brand new stuff. Try to, I'm going to try to launch with, man, I really wanted to show you this tonight, but I keep talking too long about these stupid border things. I can't get past them. I guess it's very difficult to get past the hypocrisy of it all. But anyway, we'll be there shooting that. We'll be, I'm actually attending a board meeting with uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth Ministry, another person you really need to follow, somebody who never caves just like Rodney Howard Brown. But anyway, that, anyway, that's where we'll be. We'll be back here. So we're back here Tuesday with the podcast, not missing one. Yeah, buy your buy, buy your gold from from Midas, and then we'll be back, of course, Thursday Thursday night, not missing one. Love you all. See you th- see you Tuesday night. See you see you Thursday night. God bless you. watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.